Why not? Because <laughs> well, the way I'm feeling about it, I just I already started. That's what I like to do. Oh, okay, I like to okay. sneak attack it. <laughs> right. So we got Anthony Tiernan here, and I'm going to dub this the podcast that almost never happened. Because you guys, I'm <laughs> I'm currently at a undisclosed location working on secret projects with friends. But those friends were supposed to come to my house and do the podcast with the table and the thing and the and the beer. And then I get a, a, a text message. <laughs> the guest today is Anthony Tiernan, and you, you tell it, Anthony. So basically... Um, I picked up Spencer. Uh, we're going over to uh, Kurt's house to pick up Kurt. And right in front of Kurt's house, I uh, I made a turn. And uh, <laughs> next thing you know, my car has a huge, huge gash in the side of it. My, mm. You know, my window's broken. I don't know what happened for insurance reasons. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. So you get in a car <laughs> crash is what we're going to. Yeah, it you, was a, you could call it that. A wreck of sorts. And... Uh, so then it was, I don't know, and I was like, well, I'll just uh, load my shit up, and if he's in a better mood when I get there, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. just maybe. So then now you have to go to Florida tomorrow? Yeah, so basically we came down here because we're flying out from Little Rock to go to um, Florida tomorrow. So <laughs> thankfully I'm not driving to Florida. Oh, perfect timing for a car. Did, did you tell your wife? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she... Uh, not mad, but you know, happy <laughs> you're not hurt. That's the big thing. Go. So yeah. 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 <laughs> right. So it almost didn't happen, and we only have limited time. So if this is a short one, I do apologize. Uh, he's got a hard out, I guess, as the, as the professionals say. Yeah, <laughs> it's called a hard out. Yeah, I have a timetable because you know, I mean, because four a.m. comes I got, soon. Yeah, I got to be at the airport yeah. at four. So yeah, it's already almost eight. I didn't right. even realize that. I told my wife, I was like, I'll be back in like two hours. That was yeah. a false statement. The goal was to be at the podcast at six. Right. So yeah. this all happened at five. <laughs> you can see how this went. Well, let's just jump right into it. Let's go back because I don't really know you that well. Okay. So let's go back, back and tell me how did you even get into local Arkansas music? So essentially, whenever I was younger, right around, you know, 13, 12, 13, 14, um, I didn't really have much music that I connected with. Um, my parents really listened to like, you know, just regular stuff on the radio, like pop country, you know, whatever. Um, and that really wasn't for me. So I just thought I didn't enjoy music. I thought I didn't have a place for it. Mm. Um, and the, th- the thing that kind of got me into this were bands like, you know, Disturbed, Slipknot, you know, the general like new metal bands that were around right. at the time. Uh, the radio re- new metal stuff. Yeah, yeah, stuff that, and it was really popular at the time. So it got me kind of interested in the genre. And through things like um, like LimeWire and MySpace, oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> of all things, uh, I found bands like uh, Job for a Cowboy was one of the first bands that I actually found. Okay. And like, it kind of just transitioned me into this. Into the underground, right. crazy, heavy. You yeah, saw definitely. that other world. Yeah, yeah essentially. A, yeah, I was a massive corn fan. Then my buddy Drew showed me uh, Living Sacrifice. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> nice, <laughs> like, nice. Oh, shit. The world right. is different. What is this? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much the same thing for me. Uh, and I I kind of just carried through, like, all through high school. And, you know, I, I guess I was in middle school then, technically, back when I was first listening to it. Um, the biggest driving factor for me is that I had I had someone that would actually take me to big shows like that out of town. Like I lived in Hot Springs, which oh, is about okay. you know an hour out from Little Rock. Yeah, I got a lot of friends in Hot Springs. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, the music scene there was good, but everything was coming to Little Rock, of like course. the Village, you know, yeah. downtown. 
So I actually had my grandpa would take me to shows. So it was like one of the coolest things. Your that grandpa? Could happen. Yeah, That's my grandpa, ass, dude. dude. And he was like my <laughs> oldest grandpa too. He was like seventy years old, right? So he was just taking me. You know, he'd hang out sometimes. sometimes. Please tell me it was in a minivan. Uh, well, so it's better. It was a PT Cruiser. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but dude, it was so awesome. Uh, and that's kind of just how I got my start around here as far as like going and experiencing new stuff like that. That's fucking awesome, man. That's a good, that's a good, uh, get in and young. Yeah, definitely. Young, Cause I didn't even get into it till like 99. I was already in high school. Oh, so really? like, I had no, I had no idea what any of that stuff was. Right. I was like a, a late bloomer. So did <laughs> gotcha. you pick up instruments to get into the scene or did you just so, go to shows? At first it was going to shows. I tried my hand at like bass, but I just never stuck to it. So it was pretty much just going to shows. I really loved the environment. I think one of my biggest things was I used to play, I used to play sports. I used to play football specifically. Okay, right. I really enjoyed like the contact aspect of it and just how mm. like crazy it could get at different times. And shows were honestly like the best substitute to that. Because the environment is just insane. Every single time you go to a different show, it's totally different. And it's... Yeah, it's you just, never know what you're yeah. going to get. Unless you, well, unless you've seen the same band a bunch. Then you're like, well, <laughs> Which, it's going to be fucking yeah, crazy. So I should exactly. probably pack in for the... For the right. Uh, <laughs> right. <clears throat> so what was the transition from you coming up, like your grandpa's bringing you to shows. And then I guess naturally you just decided, I want to do this too. But you're not going to play music because... You just said you right. gave up on bass, which is like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. That's the easiest one <laughs> right, to give up exactly. on. Right, <laughs> exactly. I think it was just, it was more of a lack of dedication than it was anything else. Oh, like it, it just, just didn't spark your interest. Yeah, I just wasn't super interested in it. Right. Um, but as far as like going forward and actually booking shows, I think one of the biggest things that caused that was that I was, there were dead periods in when I wanted to go to shows. So like during... I don't know, the time right before I started booking shows, probably a year or two before that, I had pretty much dropped off the face of the earth. Didn't go right. to shows very often. Uh, and it was just because I was super busy with different stuff going mm, on in my yeah. life. Um, and I, I was getting back into it with one of my friends. Uh, and I really just enjoyed the whole aspect, but downtown closed down. Yeah. Right? So we're looking at, we have like MF Metal Music, but they're really not doing a whole lot. And yeah, so he was I, doing like one a, one a week, yeah. maybe two a month, right. something like that. And it was basically just, you know, stuff he wanted to do. Maybe yeah. he might have an outside promoter. But I actually got hit up because Dakota Johnson, he couldn't actually book the show for a band called Wicked World that came through. Mm. Um, and I was friends with their, that guy because I, I liked the band and I'd talked to him before. So I was like, well, yeah, I mean, why not? I could probably sure. do that. Sure. So I'll just, I'll get you guys at MF and... Uh, it kind of just ballooned from there. Like that was the initial show I did. And within like a month or two, I'm doing shows like I did Beartooth, like not even six months right. later. Yeah, I remember that one. You know, did crazy you, shit. So did you, was there something that it excited you like inside you? And you were like, fuck man, that was pretty cool. Like let yeah. me do more of this. Oh, definitely. Like, especially the first one was really exciting. Cause it was something totally new. It was something that I had never experienced with shows, which is rare because as many shows as I had went to, I started booking shows in 2015. I started going to shows in 2009. So it was like oh, a six okay. year period pretty much where I had, I'd already experienced the going and enjoying music in the environment, but there wasn't a time where I was behind the scenes. So that's a really different scenario to be there. Um, and yeah. of course the bands, the bands yeah. are awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's always yeah, the behind the scenes gets fucking it gets crazy. It, it can get nasty. I mean, like th there have been times where it's just like you don't get along with oh, yeah. somebody you're working yeah, you with. Can't, you can't like everybody, right? And it's usually not the bands. I'll be honest. It's usually the 
other people will just say other people that the are techs, involved. The tour <laughs> managers. Yeah, it's, it's usually okay. so tour managers. One of them, not not as often though with the stuff I book, but. Right. Sometimes an agent is kind of a dickhead, you know. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes a man, like a band manager's kind of a dickhead for no dickhead, reason. Yeah. Uh, that's just the way it is. It's though. called twenty days on the road with yeah. barely anything at all, <laughs> right? Or yeah, I mean, and and honestly, a lot of times I don't blame them. They're looking out for their best interest, which right. is the bands, right. and I get it. So I'm not like saying that they shouldn't. <laughs> Obviously, it's just you have to look at it from both sides. So did you uh, did you come into it with like an idea, or did you ask? I'm just trying to think because you kind of just went, whoop, you did one, and then it was like, oh, I'll right. just keep doing this. Did you make your own formula, or did you, um, like, what was the approach? So, the funny thing is, I consulted literally no one <laughs> about doing shows. <laughs> I just did exactly what I thought I should do okay. to, to make them work. And one of the biggest things I thought was missing in our local area, at least, was... Um, like physical media. I mean, we didn't have any kind of physical flyer. It died off. All. Yeah. yeah. And that was one of the biggest things I pushed for within the first couple of shows. I'd already put out, you know, physical flyers like everywhere around should, my town. It still works, man. It's, oh, I know because people, most people that don't go to shows anymore don't go because they don't know. They don't know. And, and Facebook and doesn't tell you, anybody. Right. Yeah. You're yeah. going to get, I mean, until you advertise and pay, you know, right. $100, $200, yes, exactly. you're, you're not getting out to anybody. So, and half of that's bullshit. Right, yeah, the, it could just be spam accounts. Yeah, they're just right. spam accounts. So, but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, as far as actually learning, I just learned all of it just working with you the just bands. did it yourself. Yeah. Just fucking the, one of the first shows I did. through the trenches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, go for it. One of the first shows I did was at a place called Loki Arts. It's down in Hot Springs. Yeah, been there, um, played there. Great spot. It's it's honestly an awesome With area. Bobby, uh, so I think Bobby might run it now, but back then it was Bill. Okay, still running okay. it. Yeah. Um, but basically, I had a band I really liked. Last ten seconds of life. Um, they were playing shows, and they were playing a show in Dallas that me and my buddy were going to. Um, I noticed that they had an off date. Okay. A couple days later. Yeah. Like it was maybe three days later they had an off date. I was like, well, I've already booked like you know one or two shows at that point. Maybe I should just hit their agent up and you know find out what they're doing. Maybe they, maybe they want some money. So I hit him up and he's like, are you sure you can make something happen in like three days? It's like, yeah, yeah, I could totally make that happen. And dude, I fought tooth and nail getting that venue that late. But I was like, I fucking have to have the show here. Like I loved that band. It was one of my favorites at the time. And, uh, sure enough, it worked out, did well. Um, got to talk to the bands, meet the bands. Always a bonus if they're cool. cool. Oh yeah. They were, they're super nice. Any band that I worked with at Loki, I seriously sat and talked to them for like 20, 30 minutes at a time after the show, just to you know shoot the shit. But, yeah, yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely had both sides of that coin. Right. Band, bands you want to throw out oh, of your yeah. own building and bands yeah. you were like, please don't leave. We're so, best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The worst part is, is that, so the show was awesome and the bands were awesome. Uh, Lorna Shore actually hopped on that show last minute as well. Um, they were on the tour pack and just happened to get on. Well, so what happened at the end? And I haven't really talked to many people about this or them for that matter, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the venue had these glass display cases mm-hmm. across the back kind of close to the load indoors. So their bassist or guitar, something along those lines, was pulling a cab along, and I hear a smack, just a fucking pew. It's like, oh, mm. no. So I turn around, and he's just shattered this display class, like oh, just the whole thing. And he's like, oh, is this, are you sure it's cool? I was like, yeah, we'll just, uh, 
yeah, that's fine. Uh, so we just, we'll deal with it when we have yeah, to. Yeah. And then sure enough, it did come back. So yeah. we, we ended up making like, I think a hundred bucks off that show. Cause it was so last minute. Uh, and the percentages that worked out, uh, the net after that was about a negative two, three hundred dollars because of that glass. <laughs> it was one of those big glass. pieces of glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I know that. Well, I can't. I don't really want to say it because yeah, it's, it's his. It's his job to say what's going on in the back here, right? But, uh, dude, even that that stupid thing was like, it's like, damn, really? This should be like eight dollars, right? <laughs> yeah, I feel like this should cost nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> So tell me some of the highlights, man, of being a, cause people like, you know, there's probably people who listen and like, man, I want to, I want to do something. I want to book shows. I want to do something like kind of the idea of some of what, for some of this podcast, more than just a conversation is to like leave behind some helpful advice as well. Right. So like, what are some of the, like the, not the, some of the better points you would pick out or like even like a, something you had to learn the hard way that is definitely like a. You know, for someone who's just starting, sure. we don't have to get into like the super technical yeah. parts, but I mean, one of the biggest things that a lot of people get caught up in, and I see so many promoters do this is they get caught up taking, you know, shows that are from friends of theirs that aren't going to do well, um, especially with touring bands. I respect that to an extent, but you have to understand your market. Right. Way too many people don't understand like who they're selling to, or they'll book bands that Sure, they might show that they have a following of two, three hundred people mm-hmm. in their local town. That doesn't mean anything here. Oh, the second you get forty-five minutes away, it means jack shit. Right, yeah. exactly. And way too many promoters just like they go head over heels on these bands and spend way too much money on shit that they're not going to get back. Right. Uh, the other thing is just always be financially prepared to eat that show because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, always been be there, ahead. done that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not thankfully, most of my shows have not flopped. Now that is because when I first started, I wasn't as picky, but now I'm in, I'm incredibly picky. I've done one show this year. <laughs> yeah, I noticed so, you kind of dropped off, but you did yeah. move too. So You're yeah, no longer living locally, right? And and that contributed to it some. I had slowed down a little bit before that, but that definitely took a big hold. Was on just what real I was doing. life the cause? Yeah, kind of like being married, having a job, that kind of stuff. Yeah, well. I think a lot of it, I lived an hour away to start with. Oh, so, I mean, living in Hot Springs my whole life, I had to drive an hour each time back and forth. And when those shows end, at, you know, yeah. yeah, like at 11, 12 o'clock and you got to go, go to work, be there at eight o'clock in the morning yeah. or whatever. It sucks. No so shit. Yeah. 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 It starts to wear on you. Plus like, I wouldn't say I like fell out of the music community here, but I kind of just slowly disappeared just disappeared <laughs> yeah just kind of faded into the background right yeah i mean the only thing i would do was book shows I, I didn't even book shows outside of what i really wanted for the most part either because like if i wanted to see it you know i would do it but at this point honestly i've seen most of the things i want to see <laughs> right because i've just booked so many yeah and the bands who aren't broke up or right whatever. yeah yeah so but no it was cool um and honestly out of that out of the financial flops, none of them have been bad, but it's because I know my market and I would say that a lot of people don't, um, don't consider that when they're booking bigger shows, especially like right. they just think a big name is going to bring people right. regardless of where it's at. Yeah. yeah. So definitely matters. Oh yeah. Unless you're go for golf. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. They, they bring people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, fucking everywhere. I'd pay them more than most touring bands. Okay. <laughs> Well, that's, I think people have a, com- a misconception about touring and how much you're actually fucking making because 
Right. I've been on a couple and it's jack, it's jack shit, but yeah. you can get by more than you, like better than you think on not a whole lot. Like, it, yeah, you're not going to fucking, you're not going to do much with $25, but you know, 150 bucks, man, will get you a long damn way down the road. Dude, you'd that's be, a lot of gasoline. You'd be surprised. There was one band and I'm not going to name them here, but they know who they are. Go for gold. They Go asked gold. me for 35 fucking dollars. Thir- that was their asking. Thirty-five dollars. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "What in the actual fuck? That makes no sense. How are you making this drive? <laughs> You're like, six hours away right now, dude, like with a they, trailer and a van. Way more than six. <laughs> way more than six. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. At least almost twenty hours. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even what? understand. They were just doing it just because they wanted to. I think I ended up giving them more, obviously. But like, I've never gotten an asking I would hope, that low. I would hope that you would never <laughs> ever just be like, "Here's your thirty-five dollars. We made eight grand tonight." <laughs> yeah, like Jesus, man. Dude, that's fucking. That is crazy. I, I would have dollars. never expected Dude, that. Fifty at. Come on. Yeah. No. Round I honestly, most shows that are touring that I want to take, I would expect to pay no less than a hundred dollars on a lot of them. At least. So that's, I mean, that's and that's fair. just, and that's like regional bands, you right. know, like say Dallas or something like that. At least in a five state area, right? Yeah. yeah, at least. Unless you're coming from like the top of fucking Missouri, <laughs> which is yeah, pretty forever. far the fuck up there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thirty five dollars. That's I That's mean, not I, even enough to fill up the I, van. <laughs> I barely wanted to come over here for $35. So I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, buddy. <laughs> no, so so <clears throat> what was like what was like one of your favorite shows? And then I'm gonna ask you what was one of your worst shows. Oh god. Okay. So, so I want to know man. one of the one of the best ones. So the ones I've booked? Yeah, yeah. One of your okay. favorite shows that you did. So if we're talking musically. Uh, one of my favorite shows was having Vanna at MF Metal. That was a lot of fun. Uh, what's funny is that I'd barely listened to Vanna until about a week or two after I'd booked that show and announced it. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I really should check them out. Because right. like, I booked them and I just knew they were big. And it, I, it was that classic scenario like, oh, go. they're a big name. I must book them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but no, I checked them out and I absolutely loved those guys. Like, Their stuff was awesome. Uh, I went like out of my way. I went and saw their final show in Dallas. Like, Oh, so you became a fan. After yeah. Your okay. And, and so that show was really cool for me to have because it was something I had never experienced not knowing them. And I got to actually have them and like talk to them, you know, yeah. it was, it was cool. Um, good experience all around. Yeah. I'd say that's probably my favorite from that aspect. Like no, no shitty road manager. Or right. Cause so terrible tech. <laughs> Sometimes the techs are the worst. Thankfully, most of the shows I have, they don't actually have techs. Uh, most of them don't even have managers. Smaller, right. Yeah. This, this one actually did, but it was their vocalist. So, I mean, that, oh, okay. that, I guess that's a manager, but you know. <laughs> I wear two hats. Right. <laughs> I can see them. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, as far as like environment of a show goes, gosh, um, that one's going to be tough. I'm going to say... Oh my God, this fucking guy. So <laughs> I'll talk that story in a minute because that was a long one. <laughs> so I would say the one of the best environments for a show was probably either my trader's show at the building in Hot Springs okay. or it was, gosh. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, that was a terrible. I, I'm just going to apologize to whoever paid money to see that show. Which one? Which Make, one? So I had a show called Make Arkansas Mosh Again. It was supposed to be really cool. I had it planned out with some really good headliners. Mm. I'll just go ahead and say it. It was supposed to be Kublai Khan, revenge season before they said bad words, and uh, <laughs> filth were the headliners. And I think Sledge might have been on it too. Uh, and I'd actually reached out to Knock Loose, weren't available. Kublai Khan considered doing it. Couldn't end up doing it for some reason shortly after I'd already gotten flyers made and everything. Um, and then, Oh shit. So revenge season then couldn't do it either. So it was basically going to be filth and a handful of locals. No big mm. deal. Uh, had terminal nation on it. Unfortunately, they had to drop shortly before the show too. Shit, dude. Um, <laughs> so just to fucking add to the shit pile here, <laughs> Filth day of show had to drop because their van broke down. Oh, that show had like three fucking artists on it, and that show was ten dollars advance, fifteen dollars day of show, and I didn't change it. I was like, I, it's already done now. We're already at the show. Right. <laughs> it was it was really bad. I apologize to everybody, <laughs> but you're not getting a refund. Crying in the corner. It's still ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting a refund. <laughs> Here's three bands you didn't come right. to see. <laughs> but like, as far as environment goes, I will say that a lot of people shit on traders because they're just like, they're a heavy core band essentially. Right. <laughs> but man, they they bring that environment together. It's just rowdy. It's Good crazy. Show. Oh, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's I've never insane. seen it before. Yeah. It, it's a great show if you like to get beat up. <laughs> No, I do not. That's, that's pretty much the only way I would I go. Sit in the back and watch other people <laughs> beat each other up. Right. You will. <laughs> so long as it doesn't carry past the, the bar, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'm too old now. I, I just yeah, crossed I the milestone. You. I don't think, I think my mosh pit and days right. are solid behind me. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So what's like, uh, so that's the worst one. What was this thing you were saying? What did you say a minute ago? He said, I'll tell that story. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Beyond the aftermath. So basically, I had no idea who Spencer was. Uh, there was a show in 2016 um, that I was booking. So shortly before that, he hits me up and he's like, hey man, I know that you book shows around here. I'm in a band called The Latter Half. I'd, I'd like to work with you. You know, I'd help sell pre-sales, whatever. I'm like, okay, well, cool. Uh, we'll, we'll work together. Uh, so I started talking to him. Uh, and sure enough, we get them on that show, which they do not fit at all. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to Beyond the Aftermath. They're like a deathcore band with a pop punk band. <laughs> Didn't fit Perfect. at all. Um, they just played with Terminal Nation, so yeah. You know. <laughs> well, latter half. Uh, junior <laughs> played in Terminal Nation, <laughs> but no. So they didn't fit at all. Uh, to be fair, everybody left after their set because everybody was there for them. But that's the way it goes. Uh, but ever since then, me and him have worked together, dealt with each other, you know, helped each other out. So Buddies. That was cool. From pretty far away, too. Damn, don't you live in like Bigelow or something stupid? Bigelow? What the fuck? <laughs> BB. Golly. <What> Bigelow? <laughs> it's Bigelow? I mean, I just thought it, I knew it was a B. I got that far, and then it was like far away. Right. Bigelow. Starts with the B, it's far away, it must be bigger. Right. So it's funny because like there was one time me and him went to So What, which is in Dallas. Oh yeah. Um and so he was like, Oh man, can you come pick me up? Bad things happen when we ride together. Yeah, dude. I, I can swear. tell. <laughs> well, so we went and uh we went down to Dallas uh together, but I had to go to pick him up first. So I live in Hot Springs, drove it was almost two hours Gross, up dude. to him and then back down to Dallas just That's to hang the out. Opposite direction. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 
So, and then... So you made a seven-hour trip to Dallas. Yeah, well, so it gets way worse. <laughs> so basically, we're on our way down there, and we get into like a parking lot of some sort to grab something, and the car doesn't start. I'm like, oh, shit, that sucks. So we get the car jumped. That works fine. Going down the road a little bit, I need to get gas. So I stop at a gas station. Turn the Get car gas. On. Car doesn't turn back on. Oh, goody. Try to get somebody to jump us. Car doesn't turn back on. Oh, shit. Like, oh, shit. So... We noticed that there was a Walmart about a mile, mile and a half away, and we just walked. We walked to a Walmart. We were on our way to the show. The show was that day. What the fuck, <laughs> yeah. dude? So we walked to a Walmart and carried this fucking 40-pound battery back, like, dude. all the way back. <laughs> Yeah, taking oh, turns yeah, carrying it because yeah, this shit dude. was so heavy. <laughs> yeah. So we have to install, like I had to buy a tool set. I didn't even have a tool set in my car. I had to fucking install a new battery in my car just oh. at a gas station. And then it worked. We got down there. No problem. Show went fine. Somebody tried to stab Spencer. You know, of it's course, just a normal yeah, yeah. day. Normal I mean, shit. whatever. It's a normal so, afternoon in Dallas. Right. If you don't try, if you don't almost get stabbed, you didn't really go to Dallas. Dude. I got my shirt torn in half during hate breed in half Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then, so we're leaving the show and I pull out and I don't know what it is about one ways, but I didn't know this was a one way and I was driving down it. And then all of a sudden I see all the cars start coming. And then thankfully there was actually a cop at the front of the line of cars. And he just went, it just stopped everybody real quick. You lucky man, dude. And he was like, what the hell's wrong with you? What are you doing? I'm from Arkansas. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea where I am. I'm sorry. He's like, you've been drinking? No. Get out of here. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm out of here. See ya. Get me out of your weird state. Right, dude. Roads. What the fuck? Yeah. So then we drove straight back. We didn't have a hotel. So we drove straight back and That's we just. I, yeah, I liked it. I actually prefer that. So I used to. We ended up at that Walmart on accident the exact oh, we ended up again. at the same one hilarious. yeah just totally on accident we just stopped somewhere to sleep <laughs> oh y'all oh y'all do we we had to too bad yeah because i'd been up all morning and then i drove seven hours yeah right oh shit so you hadn't been to bed either oh fuck so that what's crazy is that that was during a time period that year i had the most shows out of any year i think it was 2016 I had most of them in March, which was that same month. I had I went to that show. I had a show at Vino's the next day. Mm. So we were going straight. I went straight back up to Vino's. Then I went back down to Dallas for the next day of So What. <laughs> what the And then fuck? I had more shows that week. <laughs> dude, I, I ought to be young. Dude. Man, it, I have I have stupid-ass stories like that, too, but not. <laughs> man, that one, that's a good one. Jeez. It man, was I, uh, I one-way once, roads. <laughs> I once drove to Dallas for lunch and came back. Man, you sound like a buddy of mine. Oh yeah. my god! They didn't have <laughs> yeah, Colton. <laughs> they didn't have a they didn't have a Taco Bueno here yet, and oh that was my, my jam because I'm from there. So like I would eat there all the fucking time when I was right. Kid. And it's like shit. It was my brother's 16th birthday. Mm -hmm. It was like, what do you want to do? He's like, I don't know, man. I wish I wish we had a Bueno. I was like, fuck it, let's go. Oh we go down there, eat, come all the fucking way back, dude. So I've only it's done like that ten once. hours for tacos. Oh my god. <laughs> I've only done that once, and it was with the same dude I'm mentioning, Colton. Me and him went down to Texarkana just to get Steak and Shake. I don't even know why he wanted Steak and Shake. Like, it's the most off-the-wall shit. But I, there I we go. Russellville. When you want something, you want something. Yeah, dude. I just go to Russellville because they got one. Really? Yeah. It's good, too. Okay. 
Just, you know, a little FYI. Yes. I don't eat it very much. I, I think there is one in Bentonville, but I've just, I haven't been. I haven't been to a lot of places Which is up where there. you're currently residing. Right. Bentonville, home of the Walmart. <laughs> I don't know if that's where they're from, but I'm pretty sure that's where they're from. Don't they have a that museum is. and everything? <laughs> yeah, it's they ridiculous. do. So it's funny. Harm's Way played like a block away from that museum. It's like not even two buildings down. <laughs> Did you book that? No. Oh. <laughs> Shit. I'd, I was moving up there that same day. This is when they played there. Oh, that's a bitch. Yeah, so I didn't go, of course. I mean, shit. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> so you start dwindling off. You start doing... What did you just... Did you just fucking say fuck it and just didn't do anything? Or did you like slowly so, go down the, the line? It kind of turned into something that I did more as a hobby. Um, even even less so than... A, I don't know. I guess it was a hobby before, but it was even more so of just a... It is just a hobby. Um, right. And that turned... Probably towards the end of 2016, 2017, mm-hmm. uh, it kind of started to dwindle. I know I'd talked to Spencer and I also worked with Jake from Levels a lot. Uh, I'd talked to them about quitting doing shows a year and a half ago at least um, because I was just like, man, I'm getting really fed up with it. What really can bring somebody down, I think more than anything, is just lack of interest. Yeah. I mean, there, there was just like, for a lot of the stuff I was doing, I would book... Like I think in 2017, I booked around 40 shows. Um, I think maybe 15, 20 of them actually did good enough that I would be proud of them. Right. And a lot of that, like it made it feel like, oh, this is on me, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. though a lot of it probably wasn't. Uh, it, it feels that way. You're just like, well, I could have done more. I could have promoted it better. Right. I could have right. sold it, you know, but it just didn't happen. Um, that kind of just trickled and trickled and trickled. And then it's just, you know, you just don't always get the offers you want. That's um, true. Yeah. So like you'll, you'll want to book bands. Like I, the bands I want to work with and can like, I can work with now that now that like I'm doing a little better, I don't get offers for because nobody trusts Arkansas. Right. Yeah. yeah. So That's, yeah, I'm hopefully, hopefully that'll change. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I mean, just, go ahead. Every, you know, we just fucking rebuilt the whole venue. So maybe, <laughs> hopefully, maybe, it is a lot fucking nicer. Have you been there yet? So I haven't yet. Dude. Um, I don't come down here a lot because yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously it's so far. far ass away now. That's yeah. too far. I, so the last show I went to here was the Benefit Show. Um, I had one show there kind of before that. When was the Benefit Show? Was it March? No. January 25th. Oh, okay. So no, it was after the Benefit, but it was before the stage was built. It was uh, oh, February okay. something. So yeah, that's the one it was. It's Traders. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that was fun. Is that the, um, and that's the last show you've booked since. Yep. So I've, I've tentatively, and I'm I'm not gonna say much more, but like I've tentatively got something for September, I believe. Oh, okay. So and that'll be here cool. in Little Rock or up yeah. there in Little Rock. Cool. Yeah, it'd be Little Rock. Um, I don't know a lot about the market. Is that kind of your thing right now, where you're just like when you want to, how you want to? Yeah. It's kind of like I will, I'll get offers, and I honestly, I probably get, you know an offer or two a week, even though I'm still not active, right. but most of them I just turned down. I'm just not interested in it. Uh, and a lot of times it's not nothing against the bands, but I'm not interested in booking a show that has 10 people anymore. Right. <laughs> and that's just, it, it's too discouraging. I think cause I'm as little as I'm doing it. If I did that, I probably would quit. Oh, true. Yeah. Cause, cause it's like, what in the fuck? I yeah. Like, why am I doing this? People. It's three yeah. hours. Like I'm driving three hours to fucking hang out with, Spencer, <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, cool, yeah. but what the fuck? <laughs> you saying, what are you saying about me? Right. <laughs> well, 
I mean, I get that, man. You, you get, you get fucking, uh, in a sense, it sounds like just jaded. Yeah. You're just fucking tired. No, and, you know, you'll oh, enough have... Enough stupid things. You're just like, right. fuck, is it worth it? So you'll have agents like, I'm not going to name what band this was, but there was basically a show, did over 200, it was probably around 250 on attendance. I agreed to a crazy deal on it as a favor, right? Uh, the deal was Vino's, by default... I don't know if I should say this, but they take 30% of a cut, right? Yeah, I think everybody knows So that. Okay. That's so, crazy. all right. So, basically, they take 30% of a cut. I got on a, a show that was a pretty big show uh, that did, like, right around two two fifty paid at a pretty high price, and the agent would not settle for anything less than 70% cut, which means I make nothing off having the show and promoting the show, which isn't the end of the world, because, I mean, I... You know, it's not a big deal if it's a favor. Right. I can make it back in the long run. Uh, that favor was barely repaid after over six months. And it was mm. like half-ass, you know. It was yeah. like, oh, I'll get you this band. But then he didn't. Maybe. <laughs> then yeah. he didn't. Then he was like, oh, dude, I, I, I'll make sure I take care of you. And then the band, which... Was that what started all this? Or was that like the final? Uh, th- this was one of the final blows. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> then it kind of turned into like this band, you know, we're, we're probably going to charge you X amount when I think they're worth Y amount in Arkansas, oh, okay. you know, kind of, kind of turned into one of those scenarios. And I felt like I was really, uh, taken advantage of, I guess, right. for, for a show that did incredible. I would have made hundreds of dollars even off a 5% cut. Oh yeah. So like, you know, yeah, especially on probably what was it? Probably a $10 ticket. 20 25 i think shit yeah i was i was kind of pissed it was way it was oversold out for sure yeah well yeah yeah (laughs) so like yeah yeah (laughs) you know it only holds 125 people (laughs) it holds more than that (laughs) yeah on a good day it'll hold 400 people if you try hard right yeah exactly if you believe in yourself it'll hold all the people I saw story of the year in that motherfucker and there were people to the back, the actual <laughs> entrance of the, of the pizza parlor. Jesus. That was oversold. Yeah. And there were uh, shows I've had that are sold out there with 125 sold. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and well, when you leave the table, sold soon. out. Yeah, yeah. That's what we actually promoted it as sold out. Cause that's what we were told. Hey. It didn't look good, but <laughs> you know, is what it is. One hundred and twenty-five in that room is pretty solid. So it's a good look. That's sold though. One hundred twenty-five didn't show up. <laughs> oh, that was the oh, problem. Gotcha, gotcha, I wasn't gotcha. actually at the show, but basically, it was like I think around fifty of them just didn't show. Damn. Yeah, it was it was pretty steep. I, I was actually out of town. That's why I wasn't there. I'm Jake ran it. But. I probably didn't show up either because I'm a terrible show goer now. <laughs> Dude, me too. I'm like I'm like trying to help. I'm like trying to help the attendance <laughs> yeah. and shit. And I'm over here like, damn man, it's it's a Wednesday. Like, <laughs> man, it's just too much sometimes. Um, I think it was a Sunday actually. Mm. Yeah, I refused to take it because I didn't think it was a good. I didn't. I didn't know the band's value, and I was wrong. <laughs> well, so someone else, um, Jake took it, and well, there you go. It worked well. <laughs> and cool. two hundred and fifty people showed up. One hundred twenty-five. One hundred twenty-five <laughs> people showed up. I'm crossing my story, right? Yeah, because that's what I'm good at. Not fucking paying attention. <laughs> hey, you want to start good. a podcast? Right. I can't pay attention. Good. <laughs> yeah, me either. Apparently. <laughs> Shit. So you're doing. So is that going to be the only show? Probably the two shows this year. So. I don't know. It, I mean, you're it, working. You have your own job. Yeah. It's not no. like you have to do this. Right. Yeah. This is really just for fun. And I think one of the other things that kind of made me fall out of it a little more is that I really don't 
this is gonna sound bad. I really don't listen to this genre of music much anymore. Oh no, um, yeah. No. I've just I've just transitioned out of it. I just like I think it's come down to I enjoy the environment of yeah. the show so much that yeah. like even though the music isn't exactly what I listen to, if I know the environment's gonna be crazy, I want it. That high energy shit, man, it gets yep. in your gets in your brain. I love it. Makes you do shit you wouldn't normally do. Exactly. Things I can't probably discuss here. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, I mean, you can, uh, but people she, will hear them. <laughs> yeah. You know that uh, page on Facebook? Um, I think this will be used in a future legal case. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that would be exactly what this would be. Here's an audio <laughs> clip from this yeah. podcast you did. Is You said here, you gouged his eyes out <laughs> and shit down his neck? My <laughs> Lord, sir. Whoa. <laughs> I never did any of those things. What, what's the legal term? I, I, I what? what? Plead the fifth. Yeah, there you go. Plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. I do not recall. Dude. <clears throat> so you can't tell me what's next. That's a good question, though. Yeah, I, I think I will keep doing shows. You do? I think, but on a limited basis. And I think if I'm going to keep doing shows, I'm going to have to start doing different types of shows. Uh, probably more in like what I want to see. <laughs> well, what's that now? So man, I listen to exclusively hip hop, almost exclusively SoundCloud rap now. <laughs> I oh. know big departure. Actually, it's, it's really not. That's the crazy thing. It really isn't a huge departure from what I think like the earlier, like deathcore metalcore scene looked like as far as like attendance, you know, the mm. energy's up there. People actually mosh at these kind of shows now. It's, it's crazy. At a SoundCloud rapper show? I know. It, it, it's crazy, okay, so dude. I'm missing out on something. It's, it's interesting. Now, granted, one. they aren't, it's like moshing goes in stages, right? So they're at like the beginner stage, right? They just barely jump around and bump into yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. So That's my favorite part. Just, That's just, my favorite one. That's not. They don't even like push each other half the time. <laughs> it's kind of weird like sometimes. Lazy. Yeah. They're just like jumping up and down and slightly falling into each other. You throw down yeah. like at a hardcore show and you will probably get into a fight. I can vouch. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Crowd killing Dude, at a rap I, I will say it. Right mood, right time, you know? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. They'll get there, like 1960s UK punk scene, like just yeah. leaping off shit and punching people just mid-dive. Right. <laughs> but Okay, so... so but that, So the thing is, that's a huge financial risk, right? Because oh. those artists charge you know tens of thousands of dollars sometimes what the fuck you'd be shocked Man, I'm, I'm on soundcloud tomorrow bitch. yeah I'm exactly started up. You, so the discrepancy in pricing on those is crazy like i i probably couldn't get anybody notable for less like spencer just mentioned a little pump I, I probably couldn't get him for less than 100 200k what the fuck he's huge but even like smaller soundcloud cloud rappers like i mean Ghostman's not really Dude, that just small. Just start though. your own. Just start your own, then hire yourself. There you go. If that's what they're do, my own shows. For, just get famous <laughs> yeah. on SoundCloud. I mean, all I need is face tats, right? I'm already almost there. I was <laughs> gonna say, one arms is creeping up the side of yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> so I had a dermal too, and this is a funny story, I guess, for here. Uh, I had a dermal for about a year and a half. I got it in like August of 16 or something, and I really liked it because that was like the only piercing I wanted. Uh, so I move up, start my new job. About a month in. All of a sudden, I like feel my face, and it felt like there was something on it, so I kind of just like brushed it a little bit, and the whole thing just comes out of my face. Uh, like, out. Yeah. Yeah. A year and a half later, though, that's yeah. what I was like, what in the hell? How? <laughs> Didn't expect it at all. Was it bleeding? No. 
just didn't bleed at all. Out. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just ba- that's what I was shocked. I figured that would just tear it up, but no. And it's mostly sealed actually now. For a while, it was a hole <laughs> just yeah, yeah, in yeah. my face. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think my lip ring is going to be permanent. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's just, I had it for Stuck. over a decade. Damn. Yeah. So I just have this weird funky hole in my <laughs> face. Right. But yeah, no. And like, that was, uh, I, I would say I kind of look like one for a little bit. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a SoundCloud g That's, that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I mean, whatever works, man. Hey, man. <laughs> so is that what we're going to to be expecting more of or no. something you're going to try to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to. It, it's something that I could do, but really I have to know um, if the market is interested. We all in got it. that dope ass amphitheater up there. Y'all could. Man. Uh, yes. I don't really. I, first of all, I don't know if outside promoters can book there. I don't think oh, so. Okay, okay, uh, okay. cause I think it's a ticket live, live yeah, nation sure. ticket master thing. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but also that was where they arrested Travis Scott. <laughs> so I can't imagine many rappers are going to want to roll up there. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Word Just travels. I'm sure. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Basically. Well, that is bail. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so basically what he did, he, um, there wasn't a ton of people at the front in like the pit section. Mm -hmm. So like everybody get the fuck up here. And, uh, so they did. And then right after he got off stage, they arrested him for inciting a riot. What the fuck? Yep. It's not the first time I've seen shit like that happen. Like that happened to Tyler, the creator. It's not, not here, but like, you know, in general, but yeah, there's his mugshots in the fucking Rogers, whatever area. No fucking sense. Crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. Cause I guess, I, I actually have no guess. That's insane. It's, I guess the trampling thing you could, I mean, if you're really just being a dickhead, you could do it. You could say he was inciting a riot. Whatever. I wouldn't I mean, say it though. Okay, I mean, any rock show ever yeah. at any venue ever that had two people like right. into it. I know we've all seen those shows, man. Like the two guys friends show up and they're just like push moshing. Like, yeah, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> this is the best show ever. Hell, I've played those shows, man. Right. Dude, <laughs> I've moshed, I moshed by myself during King Conquer whenever they came through hey, downtown dude. one time. It's like, dude, I'm stoked. <laughs> Nobody else is, but I'm stoked. <laughs> Fucking yeah. I'll do me. You do yeah. you. You stand there. Right. You bunch of trees. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Dude, I think we're getting close to, let me check the time here. I don't want to, if you got, if you got a couple more questions, let's do them. I do, and we have a little bit more time. This we're at somewhere around forty minutes. Okay. I would like to. Uh, damn. Did we ever get to the worst one? We did do the worst one. So right? I would say that I don't think that was my worst show. It was just my most uh, disappointing, probably for the people attending. <laughs> I wouldn't say the worst <laughs> show. Uh, probably my worst show, and what really just sent me over the edge was uh, I had a show on Halloween at the building. The building was a place in Hot Springs. It was in Hot Springs mm-hmm. Village, technically. So yeah, it was yeah. a little further out, even for me living in Hot Springs. And uh, that show was on Halloween. So it ended up doing um, pretty bad. I'm going to let you guess at how many paid on that show. Uh, seven. Two. Two. <laughs> Two people paid. Minus five. Uh, and honestly, like, it was a door deal. So it was just a percentage deal for the band. Shit. Here's 40 cents. <laughs> yeah. So I think it was partially in contribution because they had dropped two previous shows. They dropped the one I mentioned, but they also had dropped one before that because of van issues as well. Damn. First time coming back. They need a new van. They finally got one, I think. Okay. <laughs> but Not on that door deal. But. No shit, they didn't. <laughs> Damn. But just walking a band, what is essentially, I think it was like a $10, $8, $10 ticket, walking them like... 
I don't know, seven, ten dollars, something yeah, like that. That's fucking nothing. Yeah, that's embarrassing. That's, that's just unacceptable. Like, I, I cannot imagine getting that as a touring I, band. I'd almost rather not pay you, but yeah. here's your seven dollars. And what's bad <laughs> is that they gave me merch because they're like, dude, I'm so sorry that we couldn't fucking make the last two shows. You, you can just have this hoodie, and they gave me. Basically, they paid me to play that show. And it's like, yeah, God it, damn. If you gave them seven bucks, the cost to make a hoodie is yeah. way more than $7. Oh, yeah. so. Definitely. Damn, dude. Yeah. Made out yeah. like a bandit. No, I was, <laughs> I was pissed. Yeah. <laughs> damn it, man. I don't like, I don't air that out on social media. I'm not big on social media just talking in general because I'm kind of a, I would say I'm more of a private person in general. Um, you just use it for business, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like if you don't, if you go look at my Instagram or the tier none Instagram oh, or I was gonna mine, ask, that's what I was going to ask. Are you still under the tier none? Yep. Yeah. We're still doing that. Um, so I changed the logo a little while ago to be a bit fancier, I guess. <laughs> but, More professional. Yeah. It looks a little better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, it was, it was embarrassing. <laughs> It was a little embarrassing. Uh, you know, fuck, man. I've had my own shows. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, he just pulled up a post about, bet you $10 filth won't come. And actually, they did come to that show. So Jacob owes me $10. <laughs> Reply now. Say so you owe me $10. Yeah, you owe me $10. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, the smallest show I ever played, man, was fucking one person. Oof. Yeah. Uh, here's what's that. worse. It was with a band called Man Alive. Okay. And it was at downtown back when it was the old downtown. Right. And they were all the way from fucking uh, Israel. Oh man! It was their fir- it was their third day in the United States. Jesus, I can't and, imagine uh, that tour went well then. <laughs> no, it actually did for them, and I uh, saw them years later at the Warp Tour playing. Wow! Yeah. Okay. So it was actually really cool, but the we had got put on like the day before, mm-hmm. and the other bands had dropped off, and they were just coming through. It was like one of those like last minute kind of things. Mm-hmm. So it was just like well. We literally had a day to promote and no one could make it. You know, it was Oof. like a weeknight. Yeah. It's that's like, just well, the way it goes. We still had a fucking blast though. It was <laughs> yeah. basically like a band practice with a bunch of people from a whole nother country. Right. <laughs> yeah. I would say, man. So on social media, the, the biggest thing is like, I'm not going to put any of this shit out there. You know, like I, I'll talk to you. I'll talk to people in person, but right. like one of the biggest things that I think too many people get wrapped up in is just posting stupid fucking shit on social media all day, every day, dude, you just like up in the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, man, especially promoters too. Like you just look bad. It's bad business to do shit like that. You know, keep it. I would, I would say have two different ones, a yeah. closed private, like friends and family. And then like a right. businessy one, you definitely could do it's that. It's hard to balance that shit out, man. Oh, dude. I have like even, especially like Instagram, I have like five fucking Instagrams. Yep. And I'm like, I got to do something for this fucking thing. I got to do something. Now they have stories. So now I'm like, yep. fuck, now man, I, I got to do more one. shit for that. Like, fuck, right. it's never ending. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I post stuff from Tier None, I post it there, my page, you know, the story, the other story, right. the fucking event page, five, ten different groups, you oh, know, all sorts of yeah. shit. Like, it just goes everywhere. Yeah, I, had a, I have a, a crash cast post every Tuesday. Right. And I'm like, okay, it's seven whatever in the morning. I'm up, like at my table at my table and I'm like, all right, I got to hit this spot. I got to do this on this spot. I got to put the moving one on this, on this, uh, profile. Like, fuck dude. It's so yeah. much stuff. I think, uh, I think sometimes though, I guess we can end on the social media thing. 
you know, I think bands put too much stock into it's good. Definitely. It's good to build a, a presence out there and do stuff and message people. But also, man, I think like the in-person kind of shit yeah. still works really well. Oh, there are bands that have like, you know, 20K fucking Spotify listens here that can't draw 20 people here. That yeah, shit's that's crazy. That's the weird thing about the internet, man. Yeah. It's because well, it's fake. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we want a real answer. But yeah, I mean, a lot of it, though, is like people will engage more on the internet than they will in real life. And that's yeah. what a lot of people just don't realize. To you got to like, I, I don't know, man. And I hate the fact that fucking Facebook makes you pay now. Oh, my God. Oh, You're you not got joking. 3,000 fucking fans, but you also have three interactions on this yeah. post. It's like, okay, well, no one fucking saw it. Yeah, no go shit. Ahead and, go ahead and pay them 10 bucks, and then all of a sudden you have like 500. Right. So it's like, and that's still not your whole fan base, which no, is the even crazier part. It's like you can't even reach your own fans. Are the worst parts when someone's like, I didn't even see it. Yeah. Like, how the fuck did you not see it? I can understand advertising on Facebook if it's people that aren't your fan base, but I think it's such garbage that they limit your own fan base. Like people that actively want to see content yes. from you. Because they only they can like it, right? Right. Only they have to physically go to your page, click the little like button. Yep. And that's the only way they're on there. Why the fuck would that? And then, so they invented a new thing, which Kurt turned me on to called groups. Yep. Now you have to have a group. Cause then all those people see it. And I'm like, okay, well how long until they don't get to see it all? And then you have to make a <laughs> subgroup. Right. Now you got a group within a group in a Facebook that's supposed to show everyone anyway. It's a disaster. Fuck. Man. Yeah. It's too way old. too much. I'm too old. My brain hurts. Well, we're going to wrap this bitch up. I know you got to be in Florida <laughs> in like seven hours. Oh, fun. Thanks for coming, Anthony. Absolutely. Man. I really man. appreciate, appreciate it, dude. I'm me. sorry about your car. And hey, man. It's probably Spencer, really. It was bound to happen. Anytime Spencer's in my car, something goes horribly, horribly <laughs> wrong. So <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, plug your stuff, man, real quick. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, man, we're. Um, We've got a show potentially in September. Currently, we're kind of on a hiatus, essentially. But if you guys want to go out and like Tier None Productions, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, kind of. Uh, <laughs> on Facebook, you'll find us Tier None Productions. Twitter and Instagram, it's going to be Tier underscore None underscore, because some dickhead took Tier underscore None. I don't know why they did that. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, I'd appreciate you guys checking that out. Um, I think that's honestly about it. Go listen to Go for Gold. They're way better than every other Arkansas local out there. So shit, ouch, God damn, I'm into yeah. Arkansas local bands. Fuck Motion fuck, City man, Music Management, attack. whatever the fuck that's called. <laughs> oh. What? Oh my he god, he a bitch. He's throwing, he's fucking <laughs> spraying fire right at the end here. Somebody just lit the fucking cannon. Oh my god. All right, and I'm on Crashcast and on Twitter and Instagram's Crashcast Pod. <laughs> And, oh, Twitter's Crashcast Pod One. Everything else is Crashcast Pod. I'm fucking up because he just he just lit a fire <laughs> machine gun in here. I'm sure anybody that watches it'll love it. They'll they'll understand. <laughs> There's lots of reasons. But uh, yeah, man, thanks for coming. Uh, I'm, thanks, Kurt, for letting us do this in your pretty house. And uh, everyone, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah.